With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Sports Walk is back. Watch season two of Backpack Broadcasting's original web series that brings you the opinions of real sports fans. The entire first season and current season are available now on the Sports Walk YouTube channel and Facebook page. Check out the 2017 NYC WebFest official selection and see what other sports fans have to say on the hottest issues in sports today. It's easy. Just take the Sports Walk. From the Gotham Podcast Studio, episode 80 of the Ain't Hard to Tell Podcast, Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca, and we have a guest returning. It's been a while since she's been here. It's our homie. She is social media editor for the DAZN, which a lot of people don't yes. know how they say. It. Are you saying the zone? Are you saying Dazen? Like, no, you said it right the first time. Everyone says days in. You don't holiday want to be, in. You do not want to be compared to the days in. Trust me. <laughs> trust people me. are disrespectful. They're disrespectful. But I get it. So it's, it's so correctly it the is zone. the zone. There yeah. we go. So put some respect on the name of the zone. Exactly. Social media editor of the zone. Last time she was up here, she was not the I social media editor of the <laughs> that zone. Was, that was episode fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, That's fourteen. Teenage number. Yeah, and now you come. Yeah. To, now you're back at eighty. Yeah, we're old. And I believe I'm. Not, I don't think I'm incorrect on this. You were the first. Uh, Latina on this. I think so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On, yeah. Yeah. yeah I believe so. The other women we had were black. Yeah, that's right. For the most part. Yeah. <laughs> At that time. Yeah. At so, that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So welcome back. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. Of course. How are you? Pretty good. How about you? I'm did good. Did you enjoy your meal? I did. I, I, uh, Erica watched me bust down some Word. Dominican food. She's also been I bothering did. me all day. Got, got here. No, she hasn't. She's been bothering me. All She's day. asking legitimate we've been, questions. We've been at the. We we were at the Deontay Wilder press conference earlier. I was literally sitting right next to him. He was like, "Can you move?" Because I just sprawled out. Because I was have I had my book bag in front of me and my camera was in there. Uh huh. And he's like, "You know, why are you all on top of me?" I'm like, "Because it's do it over here." I'm, I'm practicing. Wait, I didn't say that. You did. No, I didn't. That sounds like something you, you would say. You would. <laughs> and then remember, I told you I should just make out with my with my neighbors because <laughs> the guy on the <laughs> guy on the left was like, this. "You're engaged. Relax." First of all, <laughs> no. She's just saying how people are all up in this space. Why You're not go little, there? And these then, and then, chairs. And then, what happened was uh, Dominic Brazil did his uh, media availability. We came back. My seat was gone because somebody took it, which I expected. That's why I took my bag because I don't trust any of these people. And then we were standing off to the side. You never know. And then Erica, the entire time we were standing there watching the press conference, Erica was like, "Yeah, I shouldn't have came to this." The entire time. <laughs> Damn. I she was like, that bad? She was like, yeah, this is boring. It started super late. Too. I mean, it got, it got intense because, you know, Deontay is basically saying that he's going to kill. But the, we don't care about that today. We're talking about some other stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, We're being but I'm just basically saying that she was just trying to get out of there. And, uh, yeah, that's basically how our day started, and now we're here. So, and we're all tired. We're all tired. But we all got energy for this podcast. Yes, then yeah. after this, we're all going Absolutely. to sleep. All go- uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to <laughs> well, right, cereal true. for dinner. So. Cereal for dinner? Yeah, it's uh, late. What's your cereal really. choice? Frosted Flakes. Yeah. Okay, Frosted Flakes is strong. <laughs> okay, you didn't, yeah. you, you didn't come with anything whack like Fruit Loops. Sorry, Fruit Loops. You don't like Fruit Loops? Fruit Loops is good. No, I don't like Fruit Loops. You like Apple Jacks? No. Really? Rice Krispies. I do love Rice Krispies. It's my favorite. Okay, what's Me your no- too. Wait, wait, wait. No, we, stay here. What's your number one cereal? Number one. Uh, Right now, still Rice Krispies. <laughs> really? I love Rice Krispies. They get soggy too quick. It's nah. so good. Nah, man, so good. Mm, I like them, but they get so I I I probably go Frosted Flakes. Okay, here's the, here's the thing that people cinnamon toast crunches up there. I'm gonna ask you guys. Oh, I'm gonna ask you guys because both you were all in, around the close to the Caribbean Sea where our people yes. are from. Okay, uh, <laughs> when you have your cereal, 
cold milk or warm milk? Cold, but oh. my parents do warm. I do warm too. See that that's, that's definitely that's definitely a West Indian Latino thing. That's definitely the, you do cold milk. I do cold, but I don't mind warm. No, ah, I'm not strong on thing. So my, yeah. yeah, like other people I but tell, they you, find warm. But do you like heat up the milk or do you just wait for it? No, to, like, my dad nah, heat up the milk. Up. Heat okay. up the milk. I, mean, no, I don't so do. Don't wait for it to get warm. I got time for that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm hungry. Like just wait for it to be cold. No, you put it on the stove. I try yeah. not to eat cereal as much these days. I don't eat cereal as much though, so that's another thing too. Also underrated. Also underrated bootios. What? Yo, I remember that. <laughs> I don't like the name of that. <laughs> the wrestler cereal. Cereal. Yes. No, it, it was a wrestler cereal. Yes. It's an actual box of cereal it's actual box. with the new day. They're Bootio's. And they, yes. don't, they don't taste bad. I'm telling you. Bootio's it's a real box. That's, somebody needs to clip that. Bootio's, they don't taste bad. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They, or the, the tagline was Bootio's. The graphic, too. They make sure you ain't booty. <laughs> that was the tagline. That's they, pretty bad. They make sure you ain't booty. That, and you put that in your mouth. Great. It was, it was, it was all right. Okay. Pause. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Erica, uh, how how are things um, at the zone? And like, explain to people what you're doing right now uh, yeah. as a social media editor. For sure. So I'm doing the bilingual social media editing, and I've been there almost a year. So it's crazy how time flies by. Yeah. So, wow. That's crazy. You know, yeah, because you she, you got there around the same time Dexter got to AccuWeather. I think yeah, I, I think I had already been in a, a couple of weeks, and the last time exactly. I saw you, had just got the job or exactly. about to get the job. About to get the job, and I was, yeah. and I was complaining oh, to you. I'm y'all. like, I'm still waiting. <laughs> Why don't they just email me back? Yes, like, you, did, you didn't have back. it yet. I remember. And I was like, yo, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. Yeah. And I was like, I hope she gets it. I hope she gets it. Because <laughs> I remember because we were at the U.S. Open also. And yes. this is when <clears throat> this is when everything when started. When I just started, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. like right after. And I'm just like, why am I doing this to myself? I, again, complaining <clears throat> to him about doing too much in a day. And I got to just learn Everybody a lesson. Everybody complains to me. I'll stop doing this to yourself. But whatever. You got to take time to relax. So you're handling exactly. all social media stuff for them. Oh, bilingual. So I'm bilingual. Just, whatever Spanish you see is 100% me 100% of the time. Nice. How how, yeah. how have you liked that experience Honestly, so far? Honestly, like I've told you guys, I'm really, really happy that at least I get creative freedom. So mm-hmm. I could potentially curse, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> now people going to be watching you. Like, I mean, exactly. but, but like it's, it's, it's boxing. Like why not? But you know if, like, I mean, if you like, think about it, like what Canelo said the other um, a couple of weeks ago, rather to Daniel Jacobs, yeah, you know, basically cursed them out. So I'm like, damn, do we use the clip? And they're like, yeah, 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 we're gonna put that out there. But uh, ESPN Boxeo, they had a really, really funny way of putting it. So they put, they put three words, three letters of the word, and then they kind of like put the asterisk and all the other kind uh, of characters. And I'm like, oh, that's clever. That was clever. Exactly. So you still got it out there and get the context exactly. and can see what it is. Okay, so that that, that yeah. makes sense. How do you, the, now the, the zone is sort of bringing boxing and combat sports yeah. primarily for now. We know we're getting into other stuff. Baseball too. They got their, uh, they, baseball. Really yeah. baseball I've, heard, I've heard some rumors of doing, trying to get into some stuff with soccer, football as well too. Well, with Zone Canada, they have Champions yeah. League. Champions is, League, yeah. It blew up. My, co- my That's colleague. That's Dexter's thing right there. Yeah. 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 Like Champions League? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. never knew you were a soccer a big, guy. My, 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 my football. T- football. My team, my team, <laughs> my team Liverpool is going to be in the, in the Champions League final. On June 1st, June 1st, yeah. It's totally changing the way we're consuming sports, but I think it's still going to take forever to get there because people are still so used to turning on the TV. And then the older Mm. population at the same time, we're kind of forgetting about those that are, what, 52 and over Mm -hmm. who are used to calling up for pay-per-view or just pressing a button ordering on their TV. Yeah. So they're like, what is the zone? How do we get it? And it's like, do a simple Google search. Dazone.com or Dazone in Google, and it'll tell you one, two, three steps of how to sign up. So I think that we can't forget about that generation either. Hmm. So we also have, like, I feel like even with John Skipper, like, he's very much a brilliant mind, regardless of what happened with ESPN, how he left. That has nothing to do with it. But he brings so much to the table that it's like it's a lot of promising ideas. And he was involved in so many projects yes. with ESPN. Yeah. So imagine what he can do with Dazone. So you're you're very excited about the future of that. Yeah. I, I am. I think it's very interesting what they're doing and what other sports they will get into. Yeah. Obviously, I do think Champions League and on well, the they, Canadian they, market they, is well, huge. Well, they they want you guys want pretty much a little bit of everything. Yeah. Like I, like it's like from what I've heard and from what it seems like they're doing, it seems like you know the zone's trying to compete soon for like NFL rights and NBA rights. I wouldn't and be surprised if like you that. guys see honestly. Like obviously, we don't know anything right now, and yeah. we're probably mm-hmm. gonna be the last ones to find out. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if we have NBA or NFL in the near future. Yeah, I see. The, like That's you huge. can you can that see the huge. you can yeah. see the aggression. One, two, exactly. They, the, aggression. the 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 zone is not new either. No. This is new to no. us as Americans. 
I hate yeah. calling us Americans, but you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get it. But, yeah, but especially now, specifically now. But uh, overseas, like in Europe, mostly, or it's in, in places Japan. like in, now we're in eight territories. We just launched Brazil the other day, right? Wow. So like they like that's been going on. It's just now they're just trying to do it here. and you know. I think it's yeah. great because it's open and it, it, it brings stuff to a lot of people. Or like you guys are doing with the Champions League in Canada. Exactly. There's no, um, you know, there's no TV football rights there. Or I, I don't believe there are, but like at least you guys can do it there because Bleacher Report's got the rights here. I had and no Turner. clue about that. So, yeah. yeah, I've been watching a lot of the games through that. But like you can now. How is Canadians, that membership exactly? Do you have to pay for it monthly as well? Well, all, no, you can. I think you can watch it free on there, but Turner has all the games, so it's, it'll oh, be on TNT so you have like or a TBS. Yeah, you have it on there, so you can watch it there. So, like, I have YouTube TV, so like, I've watched all the Liverpool Champions League. Sometimes I have it on while I'm working on my phone or whatever, and I watch it. So, like, th- that's kind of why I like what the zone is doing because there are ways for people really? to, to get that. Sports, yeah, exactly. consume yeah, sports. It's, and it's, without a cable subscription, which is always yeah, nice even too. Even better, yeah. Yep. And it's I interesting because it's like with. Now everyone's doing that, right? ESPN Plus, they have mm-hmm. their app set up. The Zone has theirs. Like now, we're kind of going that way where everything is just digital yeah. and with apps and getting rid of not getting rid of TV, but getting rid of cable. Yeah. So, how do you think working at the Zone? How do you think that affects sort of how people are consuming sports now? I think honestly, like you just said, it's just the digital wave is just here, and I think that's something that we can't ignore it anymore. Like I consider myself an old soul. Like I just downloaded Spotify the other day. And it's because okay, one of my- you're wait. How were you consuming your music? Yeah, right. I've just been downloading. You still been down? So I don't. I don't want. Go ahead. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> go ahead. So you just you just went to a streaming service the other the day. The only reason why, because I'm just like, oh, I don't know how this works. But then it's like, but I'm that's stubborn. But here's the thing. But that's what a lot of people are doing with the zone. My dad, like my dad, is like that. He's like, like when uh, Canelo was gonna fight Jacobs. He's like, how the hell are we gonna watch this? You know what I'm saying? Like but he he couldn't really figure it out. Been educating people he really either. didn't. And, mm-hmm. So that also falls on the company. yeah. He's an older dude. I agree too. with that. He's an older dude too. But it's yeah. like I think that with him, you know, and a lot of people from that generation, as you mentioned, which you know, those are the median age he's of what, a lot he's of fifty five plus. Your dad? Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna give his age out there, but you know, uh, because <laughs> what's going to happen? Is he on Tinder? People gonna know his age. <laughs> Yeah, is he is he catfishing people on Tinder? <laughs> anyway, with the Snapchat filter. That wasn't a no, but okay. <laughs> no, uh, I don't know what you asked me. Never mind. I'm just gonna overlook that. Uh, but you know, we like know where the, you live. like the median age, like the median age of baseball fans is old, or as Dan yeah, Levitar, or as Dan Levitar says, death. <laughs> so it's like it, those, you know, those people are not, you know, especially with you guys have MLB change up on the zone. They're not gonna. They're probably not consuming that. Or yeah, at least they don't know how to. Exactly. So that's where it's like it's kind of interesting. But that's more tailor made. Like everything we're seeing now is sort of geared towards the next five years. Like I feel like the zone at ESPN Plus and everybody's just trying to get ahead of the game. I right think now. I think beyond that, you know, too. I think the thing you're saying with streaming, like I didn't. I think I've had my Apple Music membership for I think uh, about three years now. I've been okay. doing it, but you know, at first I was still downloading and it everything come with our phones. But whatever. Yeah. Apple Music is. Whatever. It, you know, but when you think of when you think about the service you pay for okay. nine ninety nine or whatever a month or whatever you pay for stream five ninety nine whatever you pay for streaming service, it's not bad for all the access to music that That's you get, true. and you can listen to it at any time. It's nice because it actually the one thing I actually liked about it, I was resistant at first. It allows you to really go back and listen to like older stuff. Like I've been able to go back and listen to some like classic albums my parents told me about or they oh, had yeah. on vinyl that okay. I haven't really gotten listened to. Yeah, so I'll do that from time to time with some old jazz albums that I haven't really gotten to. So I appreciate that. Okay. You know what I thought of recently too? I was like, yo, why did, like I understand that we have everything on basically one device now and I'm holding up a cell phone for those not watching the podcast. But why don't we still have like iPods? Because for me, I would think that they do I, have iPods, but I see a lot of kids with them. But for me, I think that's probably why some parents get them. But the reason why I would like it is because I would kind of like, like, not that I don't want my music on my phone because it's convenient, but I would like my music on one device just so then if I'm working on stuff, I don't have to like look at my phone and then check the music and then check I this app and then check way. this app. I would yeah. just kind of like one device to have my music on so then I could be productive in other ways. That's interesting. I, I used to. Do I that. thought of this yesterday. I, I've thought. Like, of, I was like, "Yo, why don't like?" I, I thought about I that like, before, wish... but I don't feel like it affects my productivity at all. Like now, I think about it, I, I kind of understand what you're saying because I used to feel that way too. Yeah. Maybe I've gotten used to it. It doesn't mean, but I understand the feeling that you're saying. You're also not on social media as much as like I am, for example. Yeah, I have a life. So, so maybe <laughs> so do I. But you also have a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I have a, a life. Not saying a few of them kids don't have a life, and basically a wife. 
Yes. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? It, you, you know what? I tell them this all the time too, and this is a good discussion because you use social media for what you do. I just don't have the energy and time to tell everybody everything about what I'm doing. Agree. I will share certain things in certain chunks and segments. Agreed. And there's certain things I may put more personal in my life than I do. Okay. I don't put a lot of personal stuff out on Twitter. Occasionally you will. You'll see the picture like I had the other day of my exactly. daughter. For the you, draft. For yeah. the draft. Maybe you'll get something like that. I pretty much just share my work. I let that speak for itself. Y'all do what you want. Some of y'all on Twitter, not saying Brian, some of y'all on Twitter <laughs> be doing too much. Yeah. That's a whole nother story. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I'd be chilling. Brian. It's funny because I had a conversation like I'm sorry, because this is going to sound like a name drop. But I had a conversation with Iron Eagle about this stuff. And he said that he was at the point. Dropping names. Hold on, hold on. He said that he was okay, at. Okay, Stephen A. He was at the point. He was at the point on Twitter where, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. Uh, But he was at the point where, like, they asked him. They approached him. And they were like, yo, do you want to do this? And he was like, nah, I like my personal life. They asked him if he wanted to do a Twitter account. He was like, nah. Yeah, nah. Whereas, you know, somebody like. If I were in that position, or if I was like a young broadcaster at the time, or the young broadcaster, you do it. They would basically tell them, like, "Yo, you have to get on Twitter." Yeah. But when you're, he at, has a luxury of saying no. Yes. Well, you, when you're at that level, level, he doesn't. You know have what to I mean? Yes. Like, Wait, yeah. Who are we talking about again? Iron, Iron Eagle. Eagle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's that? Nets play by play guy for yes. Ah, Nets okay, and okay, okay. and and just general NBA play by play guy okay. college also. Yeah. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need to. Yeah. He doesn't need it. Yeah. I mean. I'm not sure we all need. That's a whole other story. I'm not going to go down to, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, um, but I, think, I understand I think, what that is. I, like I, like I, just like you, I pretty much for the most part use it for work. That's okay. really that's kind of really with Erica me. Erica does pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy I like I enjoy some things other people feel like I enjoy when Erica's like, "Yo, I just got out the train and the Mets just yeah. blew another game." Stuff like that. Like, is I'm funny. laughing because yeah, because yeah, well, it puts you like, up a lot there. <laughs> yeah, but I think y'all would agree. It's like you don't want people having too much access to you. Because we're look, the robots are already coming, fam. Like we're we're already at the They're point here. where we're already at the point where they they you know pe- the uh like all these devices they have our eyes, our ears, our data, and all this our stuff, and our data is being so without us knowing about it. It's depressing. Yeah. I don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's depressing. All right, so the zone <laughs> the zone's doing good stuff. Uh, yeah. Did you get a chance to check out the NBA draft lottery the other Woo! night? I did. I was watching it. He was watching it. Yes. So let's go. You got all your Knicks gear on. I've been waiting for this. Got the Knicks gear on. I put the Knicks gear on about half an hour before the draft. I got my daughter in some Knicks gear as well, too. I was ready. Was Marjorie wearing it, too? No, no. Let me me tell you. She's a Celtics fan. Let me tell you something. Okay. Let me tell you something. I was in the MSG offices today, obviously, because we were doing the show. Uh, Yep. uh, 6.30 p.m. Monday, Thursday. Uh, nice plug. <laughs> yeah. Nice plug. But I was in there. I was. I was. I was telling people like, "Yo, this is this is great. Like, you, this is great." For those who missed it, Nick's got the third pick. It's fine. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, this is still great for you guys." I agree. You're gonna get a perennial all star. Whether it's John Morant, whether it's R.J. Barrett, you're gonna get arguably, yeah. arguably the best player in the draft when it's all said and done. Arguably, I hope. Here's the thing. This is what I'm gonna say. I I'm still a- believe that. That's not a knock on Zion Williamson at all because he look. Great talent. We've never yeah. seen him before. But I think people are like the the hype is out of control. Where I think we're the losing <laughs> Yeah, we're losing sight of like, yo, John Morant is yeah. really good. And he's no, also like a point him. guard in a point guard driven league. He's gonna be a point guard, a point guard driven league. He's gonna be a smooth version of Russell Westbrook. RJ Barrett, I can't quite put a player to his comparison yet, but he's gonna be really good. I think so. So here's what yeah. I'll say. Before this draft, I was extremely hopeful. Excited, nervous, had okay. a very long day. <laughs> decided to I I really wanted the number one pick. I wanted it. There is some footage which I may include in this in this podcast. There's footage <laughs> of my reaction when the no. when, oh, when the pick was you announced. You gave her the phone? You it, gave her the phone. It, yes. it, it does exist. Yes. Footage exists of my Put reaction. Put it right here. Yeah. <laughs> I I pretty much fell over onto the floor feeling somewhat exasperated that he didn't get it. Now, here's what... Here, I'm surprised at that. I, you're not okay. one of these Zion hype beats. Here, but here's the thing. But I just... I, I wanted us to have a winning moment. I wanted yeah. that. Right? To like, potentially trade it for Anthony Davis. Or whatever we did. I just wanted to win it. Exactly. Okay. We haven't seen much winning but in 20 years. That's what I'm saying. I, I, you still won. But here's the Look thing. At Fe- you could be Phoenix I, or Chicago. That, that, that's where I was about to go. Okay. Uh-huh. When the Knicks... When they, the, more, the more nervous thing for me to watch was the announcement of the fifth pick. Uh-huh. Because I was so nervous that we would have fell out of the top four so once i saw that they got to the top four 
I felt a lot better. You breathe. I breathe, and then when they announced the Lakers at four, I felt a little bit better. Like, and, but then right. I got nervous because I was like, I hope they don't announce the Knicks at three, Whoa. and they did. And I got, but then I thought about it for a while. When you re- if this and is I my, texted you too. These are the Knicks fans, and it kind of goes to what Brian's saying. Let's think about it this way. So okay. I was first. I was like, oh, we didn't get it. But then I thought about it a little bit, and I calmed down. And trust me, <laughs> a draft a draft lottery is not going to ruin my it's week true. or year like it, some people. It would have if you felt a four or five. No disrespect to anyone. It wouldn't have ruined my year. Life goes on. There's well, a lot not of not your things. year. Yeah. but I'm saying you would have that. Now that would have hurt more. That I would have understood if you go from one to four. But I, to me, I told you, I think there's three perennial all stars now. You have to look at it this way. Uh-huh. The Knicks had a 14% chance of landing the topic. And it was a three-way tie. That so, was crazy. Right. Yeah, Which right. means it was an 86% chance that they wouldn't even get, excuse me, a top four pick. That they wouldn't even get a top four pick. The odds were greater that they would fell, have fell yeah. out like Cleveland and Phoenix did than the Knicks actually staying. So if you look at the fact that you can stay in the top four, I if agree. you get to that point, that is a win. Mm-hmm. I agree. And wherever you fall in there, you kind of have to be like, okay, now. Brian, I was high on. I'm not super high on Zion. Okay. I'm not. I think he's gonna be really good. Yeah. I do like John Morant a lot. Same. I've been doing some research. I'm conflicted on, on how Dexter. I feel about R.J. Barrett, but I do think his game will what translate. Did he go to? Duke. He went Duke. to Duke. Okay. Him too. Yes. Okay. I do think his game will translate better to the NBA than it did in college. Okay. Yeah. And I think he'll That's be able to flat out score. Yep. Do I think the Knicks will have a good pick with him at three? Yes. Oh, yeah. Do I think that people should be mad that the Knicks got the third pick? No. There's been a Definitely lot of good not. people who've been picked with the third pick. Yeah. Okay? A lot of Michael good people. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was picked with the third I pick. I'm not Rebecca saying he's going to be that boy. Rebecca Harlow tweeted that. She's like, don't forget Jordan was picked at three. And I'm like, oh, that's James right. Harden was picked at three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, There's a lot of people look, you can granted, go through. Granted, there hasn't, like, they're not Chris all. Paul. They're not all good at three. Do you think? But they're not all. I think Chris Paul. Uh, Darren Williams was third. I think he was before Chris. Paul. Oh, was he? Yeah, Chris Paul was fourth. So. Regardless, Darren Williams was really good. Do you good. think we're putting too but. much value on one, two, three? Like, do you think this yes. it, top ten yeah. doesn't even cut it these days? Here, here's why I say yes. The best player that came out of the draft last year, who I said all along was the best player, Luka Doncic, number three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what here's why. Look at when you get the pick, and the, your team is the pick. Front office, you know what I think? Go get me the best guy that can help this team. That's all I care about. I said that back in 2015 when the Knicks drafted Porzingis. I actually liked Porzingis. I thought they should have picked him with four. I'm glad they did. I thought he was the best talent they could get at that spot. Just get That's what I care about. Go get me the best guy that fits the team. And and another thing that I was telling Dexter, too, I was like, yo, John Morant, R.J. Barrett, whoever it is, and it looks like it's going to be R.J. Barrett as of now, but whoever it is, that's the best player that you have right now on your team. Either way, you're getting, you're drafting the best player. Like they're better than Kevin. I'm fine Knox, with that. Better than Mitchell Robinson. Like you yeah. have a building block. Then if you go, you know, if you do the Kevin Durant and Kyrie or Kemba thing, I, I mean, you're in <laughs> business. I, I, I like, think, I think the point you're making, Erica, questioning that we do place too much value on it. I'm a Spurs fan. I haven't. I have. I don't know what this is. Really, like you I'm are. Yeah, you didn't know this. I didn't know you. Did I, you watch the episode of the Sports Walk? I don't remember. I'm offended that yeah. so many people think I'm a Knicks fan. No, I no watched offense. the episode. That's why I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah, no we talked offense. about that. You're a Spurs fan. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We talked. Congrats about. on getting uh, whatever pick. You what? Got. How did you feel about this year with the Spurs? It was a very interesting uh, year for you guys. Damn. All right. Now let's go back to the Knicks. We should have just fell out. That was a good reaction. Just oh damn. All right. But I've been spoiled. Like I've had five. Yeah, that's true. I'm pitying you. So you're good. Five championships. In high school, when people were complaining, I'm just like, well, I won. (laughs) Hey. And you were born in '88, so that means you beat the Knicks in the '99 Finals, and you were 11. Come on, man. I was in fifth grade, yes. Yeah, so, but I don't really remember you. it, but I remember <sighs> my brother cheering. I wish I had that so, much. I wish I'm I had that sorry, much success. I do, now you understand why I wanted to win like the lottery. Exactly. We, we well, have more shit. Well, but I was really happy. <laughs> no, but, well, I, but the day we're recording this is the anniversary. I forget what year. Maybe 20 year anniversary of Allen Houston's game winner against the Miami oh, Heat. One of oh, the great yeah? moments of I remember what I, I literally yelled. And ran out of my house. Yeah, you were teenage Dex. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yo, and here's the thing that I said. (laughs) Sounds like a bad show. I know. (laughs) People are already complaining about the show Dexter. And Alan Houston is is on my list of players who, uh, from the 1990s and 2000s, who would have been way better in this decade. Mm. In this this era, rather. I agree with that. I agree. So, yeah, overall, overall, I'm not upset. You still might have the best player in the draft. As many people may think, I think the Knicks fans who are upset, they need to calm down. I think the media that's always like, this is a great loss for the Knicks. Shut up. It's not a great loss. How is it a great loss when you had an 86% chance of not 
being in the top four. I agree. But you know, or not it, getting the number one pick. But you know I what say. it is. Sorry. You know what it is. It's just I've just always noticed this too. Uh, the Knicks are just super easy to pick on, especially when like you have a bunch of Knicks and fans they provide ratings. Too. Yeah, That's exactly why. Especially like when you have a yeah. bunch of Knicks fans going viral for their reactions. I'm pretty sure a bunch of them knew that they were going to go viral and they just wanted to try and go viral. But I think because they're so easy to pick on, just people just sensationalize it in that way. You know, people like and we love Stephen A. Smith up here, but Stephen A. Smith's reaction doesn't help. But I get it. No. He's kind of. It's kind of. I thought the, his reaction before the draft was hilarious. Though. It's kind of the super. He was praying, yeah, yeah, I was like, I thought it was hilarious. But his is kind of. But his his reaction is kind of the super extreme version to what you're saying in terms of like he just wanted the Knicks to win something. I get that, but I understand that feeling from Knicks fans. I get that yeah. feeling. Like you just want to feel like you've the won something, right. and this but, could be a starter. I'm a Mets fan. I understand. But, but here's, we'll get to that in right. a second. And here's and here's what. I, yeah, we're gonna get to another New York team in this area too. That's uh, I don't know what they're. It has to be blue and orange. Yeah, and I'm about to be done with them. We're gonna get to that. No, the other one's green and white. Yeah, I know. We're gonna get to that. Oh soon. my god, the yeah. Jets. That's right. Yeah, we'll get to that. Don't give it away, Erica. Damn, I'm trying to be subtle. Uh, I'm joking though. I wasn't being subtle at all. But here's the thing. It's out of control today. But but here's what I'm saying. It's like yeah, you if you you could have wanted and had Zion or maybe make the trade, but it's like you you still we don't know. All right, yeah. we don't know who's gonna be the best player when all is said and done. But yeah. NBA wise, man, I've always I've told you this last year. I was like, I've always liked RJ Barrett as being the best player in the draft. You've said this for done. a while, kind of the way I was on Doc, so I want to trust his gut yeah, on this th- one. I mean, like, yo, th- look, Zion's been better than I thought he was at Duke, but I still don't see him doing that to that level in the it's NBA. NBA. I okay. still think he's gonna be very good. We'll see. But I'm like, look, just get the get get the right guy. In here. I agree. That's all yeah. I care. Get yeah. me the right guy. I think people maybe thought the Knicks rant was coming. That's not where my rant is this week. Mm. My rant this week is to fans <laughs> of the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, I'm sitting this one out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not sitting this one out. You're a Nets fan? No, he's not a Nets nope. fan. Nope. He just I covers just, the I team. Just, I just covered the team on Nets I noticed. I noticed after the Knicks got their third pick, there is, and this is something, and we can speak on this because we are all Mets fans. Yeah. Okay? So, we hanging on. are Mets fans, and we understand that in this town, in New York City, the Yankees have always been the top team. Yeah. They've yeah. always been the team. Yeah. We've kind of always Except been you the— think in the 80s it was more— Oh, it was I, a Mets town. I was very young, but many people say that I was, was not a Mets even. Town. I was not even in my dad's balls in the eighties, so we're not talking Thanks. about the eighties. I'm sure Thanks. you were. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, maybe now we can figure out your dad's age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to review my dad's <laughs> age. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> so ridiculous. So we're all, we're all Mets fans here. We understand the sort of little brother complex that might yes. exist. That also probably exists with the Giants and Jets. It exists in other towns and the Clippers and exactly. Lakers. Rangers, Islanders. That kind of thing yeah. exists. Nets and Knicks. The Knicks have two championships, NBA championships. The Nets have none. The Nets <laughs> fans who I've covered for Nets Daily for years, and I know nothing but really positive Nets fans, but some of the stuff that's coming out of Nets Nation that I see on Twitter, it's disgusting what? me. <laughs> it's disgusting what, what, what me. What was that? People are happy that the Knicks got the third pick. How pitiful are you that your misery, your happiness is connected to another team losing? Like, I think if you're doing that, you're losing. Okay? I agree. I think you're losing if you're so connected to another team not getting the number one pick. I agree. Because now I saw somebody quote that now the Nets don't have to worry about the Knicks getting supremacy in this town. Let's hold this for a second. It's I'm gonna say, as the one team I root for, who's actually in the bigger brother position here, the and Knicks it's a billion dollars. Yes, whatever. The Knicks will always be the bigger team, and I'm gonna say I something agree. to Nets fans. It's amazing how much you think about us and Knicks fans and want to see us in pain. We don't think about you. <laughs> we don't ever that, think about you. That is ever. true. That is true, though. Like true. Ever, yeah. That We're is, not thinking. I'm not ever sitting there like, man. I hope the Net, I hope the Nets. I root for the Nets too. Well, you know why? One, there are Knicks fans that root for the Nets that I, I know about. I have no problem with the Nets. Mm. They, I'm from Brooklyn. This they wear Brooklyn on their chest. Yeah. I want Brooklyn to always look good. I don't want them to look bad. Why y'all so mad at the Knicks? What Knicks do to y'all? <laughs> like, really? Why are y'all so mad That's at the Knicks? And you can't be putting out stories about this too. This can't happen. You, you can't put them on blast. Yeah, no, you, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't put this out. And you're just sitting there laughing and smiling. You can't do it. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I, and and you, this will be clipped, and all of y'all gonna see this. <laughs> like no, and you can bring the smoke because I'm ready for the smoke. But I already sent the smoke at you, and y'all are done. Damn straight. <laughs> like no, but uh, but I, I do I do see a lot of that though. I it's do, corny. I do see a lot. It's of so why like I, like I just I do see a lot of that where 
Nets fans are trying to compare themselves to the Knicks in places where it's not really necessary. Erica, have you, as a Mets fan, do you care? I, I, I used to be like this. I used to be the Yankee hater. Then I stopped caring. It don't matter what the Same. Yankees do. It doesn't affect only my team. The, only during the Subway Series. Like my, I'm, right. I'm so ignorant. But I don't really give a damn about the team. If anything, oh. I laugh. It's not like the two teams but are rivals like, <laughs> either. Right. The two, like the, We saw that. Aaron per- Boone. Yeah. <laughs> I we, laugh at that. Yeah, exactly. We saw that right. potentially happening when the Nets first moved to New York. And oh, the teams on the basketball were at least, side. Where the teams right. were at least pretty good, but. To be honest yeah. with you, it's not really much of a rivalry. It's right. Like, it's just... When we lost the World Series, which I'm still, I'm, I'll, I'll be over it in a few years. But <laughs> I saw so many Yankee fans trying to get at me. And I'm just yeah. like, I will fight all of you. I don't understand that even on their end, too. See, this is like, why I can't be attached to you, you in this way. Why are you ridiculed? I think it's the it's only the Mets that I have a really really soft spot for, and I don't you know do. why. I still no, I still. But have I don't soft understand those Mets, Yankees but. fans like why they even care about exactly. the Mets. Like it why makes no sense so to me either. Right. I'll just be honest. I don't care. I focus on what my team does. Yeah. I don't really care what else. Yeah, do. and vice versa. It's like it's it's sports fandom. So I feel like you should just root for your team and just that's it. Yeah, but see those people. I, I'm kind of those Nets fans and other people who think like this. I'm calling out. I wonder how much y'all worry about other people in life. You're so yeah. worried about a team that has no effect. <laughs> On what your team does, you must just worry about it's everybody true. else in life. They're not gonna like that, but it's true. You walk. Oh, what's what's this person gonna do? What? Are they, no, My focus question. on you. I could take this to a whole other discussion, but I don't want to link the two things. So I'm just we'll gonna, just we'll just leave it at that. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. That, that annoyed me, <laughs> and I'm just like, if you're living for to see another team's demise, I agree, or. To see them get the third pick in the draft to the first pick in the draft, and that excites you, right? Especially, yo, check yourself. You have mental problems. Check yourself. Well, especially if you're a Nets fan right now and things are going good, why not just focus on? Yeah. Like, it's not like the Nets suck right now. No, I watched the Nets in the playoffs. I never sat there once. and was like, damn man, yo, I wish, I wish the Nets sucked. Yeah, why? This is this. Why is, would I do that? This is Same. the team where they're in their best position in. Probably since they've moved even to when they exactly. did, even when they did it's been suck, like seven yeah. years. Since they I never was play. like, man, oh, so happy the Nets are sucking. But some of these folks are reveling in the Knicks being the having the worst record in the NBA. What that reminds me of reminds me of Mets fans rooting for the Phillies during the two thousand nine. I didn't understand that. That, that logic, I didn't. Under- yeah. I was like, Yo, nope. The, who I, dropped I, you on your head? I, I would say, yo, you can't. You? I I don't think you could root for a team in there. That scenario. I, no, I kept I'm in New York. I'm a hometown. I had a I kept in New York. My city all day. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a roof for the Yankees over for any, Phillies. I ain't roof for all anybody. Day. I'm going yeah. to do that. Yeah. I was like, whatever. Yeah, Absolutely. nope. Sorry. Yeah. My brother's a Yankee fan. He's like, oh, you're not going to root for the Yankees? I'm like, man, you got 26 of them shits already. So then you Damn. did root. <laughs> so you were mad. No, you I was were mad. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I was just like, you I'm mad, not. Though. But I ain't rooting for the Phillies either. I wasn't mad. How you take you take that as anger? I'm like, yeah, twenty six. If you tell somebody, what is you got twenty six. If you say, yeah, you if got you bring up the rings, then you remember did, that, yeah. that was that was what year was that? Oh nine, two thousand nine. That was fifteen year old Brian. So t- sounds a lot like twenty five year old Brian. <laughs> yeah, he's still like angry. Either, y'all. You're not <laughs> brand like, you. Uh, now, and, and 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 things that we could legitimately be mad about. I feel like all of us. Are you a Jets fan? No, I'm a Giants fan. You're actually a Giants. Oh, so you've been living a good life. I have been. And you probably see you're not mad. You don't care about what the Jets do. But, you're not thinking about but them. But I also and, have a soft know. spot for them. But I'm just like, what the hell happened this past week? Look, <laughs> and you know where I am. I'm a former Jet fan. <laughs> and, and, you were? Wait, yes. How do you was, divorce the team is something I've been curious about. Oh, someone, well, let Brian tell Someone divorced the oh, Orioles and, and, on my look, feet. Do you think you could ago. never divorce your, a team? I don't yes, think you so. can. Absolutely. Why? I don't think you'll never truthfully do it. Yeah, you could. They're organizations. Who cares? I don't think like, it's an honest. They're organizations. No. So you think you should be married to the teams for life? I think so. I kind of used to think this way, but I've got off that thinking. Yeah. But I used like, to like I used to think you got to be loyal to your team. No. What I always say? What I always say? Loyalty's overrated in some cases. I agree. So. Also, what if it's an abusive relationship? Right. Like the Mets? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, are, are you fine with taking these years of abuse from this I, team? Like, I'm not. I'm, like, how about this? I haven't been to City Field on purpose, and I'm just like, I don't want to go back, but I do want to go back. And I'm like, so you're kind of like me, where I'm like, I'm not going to give you my money. See, them, but yeah, see, them, yeah. the Mets actually exactly. haven't been run poorly in like the last five years. I know. So exactly. I have no problem supporting them. I actually, they've been run pretty well. Right. Yeah. You might not have had the results Especially you wanted. Exactly. To see, that's the thing as a I'm fan. Le- I'm less of a Met fan now, though, than when I was before, but I think that's part of just working in this industry. See, I, think, I don't think so. See, so for me, 
I think it is. My my thing my, is my my stuff started, with the Jets though you is not. started in sports because you were a fan. I feel like you never stopped being. I a agree. Fan. I see. I happen to agree no, with but, you on that. No, 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 no. Because when you're no. just in the closet, like people didn't know that I was a Spurs fan, which I like. I don't. Yeah, I don't. If I cover you know? certain teams, I'm not going to feel the same way about them. I'm really not. I'm legitimately not. We talked to Marley Rivera about this, and she said the same thing. I agree partially with yeah. that. My thing is, I think that covering sports changes your perspective and how you look at sports and the whole thing. So, for example, that goes to the point where I'm saying I don't get as emotionally invested in things, but I'm never going to stop acting like I'm not a Knicks fan. I think, a fan. I think it I, also depends on the cynicism of the individual. I'm a look. I'm a Knicks fan. I'm not. I have no problem hiding it. It doesn't make me any less credible of a journalist. I'm a Mets fan, a Jets fan. Even though I might get off that with Brian, and I have good reason to get off. Oh, that. oh to answer your question, twenty four. Well, well, twenty fourteen happened, and I was just like, oh. yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, you know, it's funny. Like, All the years have been mushed together with just what happened in twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. No, twenty four. Well, that was the last year of Itzik, I think. But twenty fourteen was when. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. Well, uh, Michael Vick got there. No, no, no. It was. I was still. I was still there. Twenty four. Geno Smith, Michael Vick, Geno yeah. Smith. 2015 was where I was done. That was right because Geno Smith didn't get an opportunity. Done. No, no, no. Because no, the every I saw how everybody was rooting for Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then I saw like the racism in a lot of Jet fans that I know, which is a problem. Wait, so that's what pushed you away? Jet fans being racist? Yeah, I'm, not, oh. I'm like, I'm not gonna root. For, just... I'm not gonna root for a team with y'all. I'm out of here. Hey, and then I was look, like, look, and man. then at the same time, look, remember, and this and this and this was around the same time where a lot of things started coming up about football that was highly problematic. And then Colin Kaepernick was the very next year or the year after or something like that. Year. And all that. And then I was just like, I me, I don't even care about football the way that I used to. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Look, we're in America. There's racist room for every team. Yeah. There's racist. The Red Sox. But I, I don't I don't root for any team, though. So I'm I'm good. You're good. I I guess I root for. I root you go, for it don't matter. You I root I root for Brian. There's I root for the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. There's racist. I root for Dexter Henry. I appreciate I root that. for Erica. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I don't fine. really root that, for yeah, sports. That's teams. fine. You know what that's I'm saying? A, I'll tell you what. I'll treat you a lot better than the Jets will. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I'll treat you. I'll like. give you the tough love the Mets have been giving. There you go. <laughs> that, there you go. I'll tell you those things are a lot better than how Wait, those but things. But I guess that's that's a way to articulate like how just my perspective has changed. Like now I just. I don't care about rooting for brands of sports teams and being attached to you know things like that in that way. I still do have my soft spot for the Mets just because that's the first team that I was on, and that's something that me and my dad. That was dad my have. first team. As well. That's something that me and my dad really had from my childhood, and I grew up playing little league baseball. Played for a team called the Mets. Still have that uniform somewhere in my closet. Of course you do. You know what I'm saying? Of like course. Puerto Rican. What else did you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We out here. Wait, we out like here. Like a Ridgewood. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Hot dog stands league. after yes. the games. We hit that up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell yeah. The Sabre cards, you already know. I know about the Sabre cards. <laughs> like, uh, we used to play on Nickelback. True story, I never knew how Sutter to pronounce Field. the word, so you guys just put me on Oh, you used to say, you, you say Sabarit? I said it for oh a while, too, God. so don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. I said it for a while, too. Sabarit. <laughs> shout, <laughs> shout out to RJ Barrett. Yeah, so, the, the, um, I, so you cannot get off the Mets. You don't think there's any time you could say, I'm going to detach myself from the Mets. You know what it is? I don't think I could ever. Like, I'm thinking, what? I root for the Brooklyn Dodgers. I could never root for anything LA. What if Trump bought the Mets? Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm just. I already know. hate the Wilpons. It's probably why. You know what? Yo, but Trump's a lot worse than the Wilpons. <laughs> <laughs> Not for nothing. This is probably why God hasn't granted me an opportunity to work in baseball because this is probably where. I'm just going to disconnect and just be like, you know what? I just think of it as work. But you so, will yeah, but to that, some point. Yeah. It won't happen. But that, yeah. but that's kind of where I am with a lot yeah. of things. Like so I just I agree like with me with it's with well. me it's like, yo, it's 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 mostly work. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't have that attachment to some things because I don't expect people to be loyal to me in the same way cuz it's like, yo, for the most part, a lot I of mean, people. You shouldn't expect loyalty from a team, right? A lot of people. But, but, I don't. But, even but I in, still enjoy it. Even in general, yeah. majority of the people I'm working with, outside of like people like y'all, they're gonna see me as like a dollar sign. At the end of the day, but or, see, or something that can get them to a dollar okay. sign. You know what I'm saying? Right, but that that doesn't that does, but but I, that I, that means like I'm not gonna work at a place and then all of a sudden I'm company man rooting for the brand or whatever. It's like yo, we have a working relationship and that's it. And we and we and build I'm fine it and with we that. Keep it going. But see, I also look at sports but with me, like that. It's like, but with me, it's like it's not. And this is where I'm at right now. It's not so much about the brand as much as it is the person. Who are the people working there? 
Like, when people ask me, like, oh, what's the place that you want to work at? I'm like, I don't know. Tell me who the boss is in certain places. But the problem is you, the problem is you never truly, and we can say this about anything, you can never truly know all the people you're working right. with. Right, yeah. And no, you won't. It's not possible to. So, so, so then. So I don't worry about yeah, it. So then I'm like. I just be the best that I can. I can't worry about everybody. Look, you ain't going to work in no utopia. Not in this country. No. Where there's a whole bunch of people who are not racist. Unless you make it That yourself. aren't denying people of opportunities. move to Canada for Yeah. That. Unless you, that's Sweden. a good point. Unless you're doing it yourself. Yeah, unless you're but doing it yourself. But a lot of times to get to doing it yourself, you got to work for some people. Sometimes people you don't like. And yeah. for free. Yeah, but for the yeah, that too. Yeah, but for the most part, it's like with me, it's not about the brands. It's about who's there and, you know, who's doing what. So I say all that to say, like, with the Mets, for example, uh, who's there? Who are the people that I'm supposed to be rooting for? You know what I mean? Like, see, I don't even, with, even with the Nets, I don't root for that team, but there are people on that team that I root for. I like Kenny Atkinson. I like Spencer Dinwiddie. That's what you know I, what I mean? Like, it's it's, it's like a little a bit fan. different. Like, yeah. I actually root for Fernando Tatis, and I'm just like, right, Ooh, right, right. right. I, love him. I root. Up. I root for uh, Francisco Lindor. I talked yeah. about that on the show this so, week. Yeah, yeah, of course. You always you know, want, and you always like, want to see your, your people do good. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, like, I'm being like, yes, Dexter Fowler, do it. Right, but that's where I'm kind of right now. Right, and I'm not a Chicago White Sox fan, but I'm a huge Tim Anderson fan right now. Right, yeah. That's where I'm kind of at. Where I'm like rooting for people. I'm rooting for individuals, and I'm rooting for. Not so much the brand. Like, I know people, like, going back to the Nets, I know people want to say, like, oh, you know, the Nets are doing everything right, so they're a lovable team, and they you want to root for them and things like that. And I'm like, I just don't see it in that way. Lovable, like, I just, lo- lo- lovable losers. You know, you know, I just don't root you know, for brands teams, in that way. You know what lovable teams are? Lovable teams is code for it. They don't have a star. That's what that's code for. <laughs> a new daily fantasy app for prop bets is here, and it's called Thrive Fantasy. Forget the old school way of DFS. Thrive Fantasy has streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top tier athletes. That means no more salary cap. You just build your lineup around a list of prop bets. Here's how it works. For each contest, you choose 10 of the 20 prop bets plus two ice picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop has an over and under point value assigned to it and you will be rewarded that value if the prop is correct. So for example, if Tom Brady throws for over or under 250 yards, the less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth. You build your team, score around the amount of correct prop bets you select. It's easy to play, so just check out the Thrive Fantasy link in the description of this podcast and get in the game with Thrive Fantasy today. And speaking of teams that are lovable, the New York Jets are not. So let's get into why Dexter might be out. Yeah, Jets fan. So for those that don't know, this week the Jets <laughs> decided, yeah, to fire their general manager Mike mm-hmm. McCagnin, uh after what was five seasons on the job. I think he got there in 2015. Yeah, uh, it was right after Idzik. So so five seasons on the job. I think so, four, five, 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 four, yeah. five. Um, Selected by I believe Charlie Casserly was on that. Yes, that group. I I'll ask Eric because Eric is the guest on here. You saw this. You're a Giant fan. Yeah. Organization that hasn't been as competent lately as they have been in the past. Right. Um. What was your reaction to the Jets firing? Uh, fire, let me also add, yeah. firing their general manager and then replacing him with a new head coach, Adam Gase, who reportedly had problems with him. So basically, the guy who McCagnin hired ended up getting him job, fired. Yeah. After McCagnin went through the draft. Yes, I was going to get yeah. to that. Went through free agency. Yes. And they're in the middle of. What is it now? OTAs, OTAs. Or OTAs. Pretty much good. Yeah. What did you? What yeah. was your reaction to this? I enjoyed seeing everyone's reactions on Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, scroll, oh, favorite. This is hilarious. Well, you're a meme queen. So. I do. I love yes, you. Are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do memes. enjoy watching it. Follow right. you totally for that. You're so good. Erica's but, one of my favorite follows. Aw. Truthfully, yeah. yeah. A, he's trying. Get, he's trying to get back on your good side. That's true. So no, I've told her that to her face. Her and like Rob Lopez. Yeah. Are like two of the people I that are out there Rob. for me. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy for Rob, him. Rob, friend of the so show. Good. Shout out to yeah. Rob. Yes. But anyway, um, I really enjoyed everyone else's reactions. I, I was looking at other avid Jets fans. Oh, F out of here. I'm done with this bitch ass team. I'm sorry if I curse. Sorry, <laughs> that's guys. That's fine. Oh, if you, the guys, zone lets you... you guys curse? Yeah, no, you we, curse. We already did it twice. Uh, you know yeah. what? Maybe I'm just so used to it that I didn't even. Nah, catch you, can, it. You, can, you, can, <laughs> you can say whatever yeah. you want. This is not. We didn't use the curse when we was in the other place. Well, now, whatever. You say whatever you want. You can say awesome. whatever you want. Yeah. No, well, not every, whatever, but you but know. But all yeah. the reactions. And then I remember even Twitter had a specific section for it. What's like Jets meltdown, meltdown um, <laughs> seen live on Twitter. And I'm just like, oh, it was genius. But I just want to know, 
how that exactly came about, like, it's still not full circle to me. Well, <laughs> to a lot of people. Well, to us either. Exactly. I think, I well, <laughs> the funny thing is, I and I, I had bookmarked, and I didn't read, I was supposed to read an article that uh, a okay. friend of the show, Kimberly Martin, had wrote about the Jets' dysfunction. Because that's what it is. Jets have been dysfunction. Every For time seasons. you think they're headed in the right direction, they just drop like, back. And she was I covering saw, the team when it was even more dysfunction. I saw yep. a good tweet. It was like, what's his name that just joined the team? Uh, the, the player that just joined the Jets and they're like, what is he walking into? Le'Veon Bell? Thank you. Yeah. Mm. They're like, oh my God, what is he walking into? Dysfunction. Uh, apparently the disagreement was over his contract. Yeah. That Between Adam Gase, oh, and, uh, yeah. Gase and Mike McCagnon. thought that McCagnon shouldn't have spent that much money his on a running eyes, back. His eyes been bothering me. He's so not I just really a running back. Yo, Gase, you can't look, you can't yeah, look at him? Nah. He got he the crazy weird. eyes. Yeah. He look, my, Le'Veon look, Bell. He yeah. looks creepy. <laughs> That's true. Le'Veon Bell's not just a running back though. He's also a slot receiver. Yeah, I agree. First of all, I actually liked McCagnus' moves this offseason and pretty much his draft. Yeah. He had been spotty in that. We have to see how those players turn out. Yeah. Brian brought this up. Mm. How do you fire a guy? This is the highest level of incompetence. How do you <laughs> fire a guy? Yeah. After you made him do off all these offseason moves, he spent over $200 million in the offseason. Yeah. He went through the draft, and then you say, you know what? No, we fire you. You make the head coach interim GM because you know what? You can't bring anybody in. Exactly. Who's going to come in now to do that job? Oh, You're going to bring back Todd Bowles? You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. Your first order of business is going to be like, oh, all you have to do is cut down the, the help with the coach, cut down the training camp roster? No. This is all you're going to do? I think it's a, it's a complete joke. Yeah. I thought the organization was headed in the right direction. I yeah. thought they had been doing some things the right way. Yeah. I, I got fooled. What? I thought the other day when I heard this news, I said, yeah, I got to be like Brian. I got to be out. I got to be out. So yeah. what theories have you guys thought about this? Like, do you think it's something deeper? Like something yeah. sexual harassment well, related? Well, I'm not going to speculate. I'm not going to speculate. You never I'm know. Not, I'm not going to wild speculate. Um, I'm not putting that out there into the universe. However, I did text you. Yo, I'm not going to say what I text you. but so I, did, I don't even remember them. what you texted no, me. No, but I texted you. I was. I, I, it was something along the lines of, did something happen? Oh, you said that, yeah. To that degree. Uh, where That's it was like, is there something like think. suspect yeah. going on that we don't know about? Because it was almost too random for me not to think. Like, was it so- something racial or something? Like, like, I don't. Those uh, are the only racial and football go. That's like, true. It goes the- hand in hand. I wasn't gonna say all that. It does right. seem. We- it does seem. It <laughs> does seem weird yeah. for this to happen. And let's also say this. I- I'm trying to put- be careful about how I say this. The person who first reported this, okay, um, who covers the Jets. And broke this is known to have good ties within the Jets organization, and kind of likes this kind of somewhat messy stuff. Ah, like they yes. get off of it. Yes. Um. So I'm not surprised that this was leaked to this person first, and they knew first because they're kind of that reporter. Okay. Um. So I wonder. It makes me wonder a little bit more about how messy it may or may not be. Because this really does come out of nowhere. It's really yeah. I've never seen you. You don't fire your GM after you okay. did all your offseason yeah. transactional moves, especially with a new head coach. By the with way, with a new yeah. head coach, like you fire him right the after Dolphins, the season. Right? Yeah, thing. he was from the Dolphins, was from right? the Dolphins. Yeah, who I didn't care about that. Which which was also a, I didn't like that hire. But that's I was going to say to to a good amount of people that was a questionable hire in itself. And I now agree. he has even more power, which leads me to believe like yo. Was this a Jason Kidd type of power move? No, I don't think it was a Jason Kidd type of power move. It's a move that if you were going to fire McCagnin, who could you hire right now? Exactly. Who's going to come in and say, I'm going to take a job where I didn't pick most of these players? Who is available anyways right now? But why would would you say? Basically, if you you didn't like the GM that comes in, it's one thing for somebody to come in at the end of the season and clean up the mess because the person could come in and say, well, you know what? I'm coming in. I'm going to have the draft. I have this offseason. I can make these moves. You're pretty much stuck with the roster the way it is now. Nobody's coming to take that job and you usually bring in a new coach and the gm together right like 90 yeah. percent. nobody was going to take that job so they they basically had to give it to gase now maybe it was a power move i'm not saying i didn't know but i'm just yeah. my point I'm is asking my point we, is we're just speculating they didn't have another option mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah no yeah. that's my point they yeah. didn't have any it other was options. basically going to be him or like i don't know uh chris johnson <laughs> like who's gonna take this job <laughs> Like seriously, they could they could literally Lavernius Coles, where are you? Somebody would I get you know, I guess there's always somebody that would take exactly. it. Right? Brandon they, they, Edwards, where you at? I'm just gonna right. start yeah, post it on LinkedIn jets. tomorrow That's and you and I saying. you and I are probably gonna apply. And we're like it at, the, so, at that. I mean, sorry to my employer, but they're probably going to pay more. Uh, so that's just that's just is what that's just is what it is. He's, jo- he's joking, guys. He's joking. Kind no, of. I I'll be honest about that. I'm trying to save your ass. Hey, please, 
they ain't doing nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just think I just think nobody was going to take that job. I think okay. it's a crappy situation. I think it shows extreme dysfunction. It's true. Or if there was something more that they're not being truthful to the public about, it, it has to come. Probably out even worse. Um, more importantly, uh, where do you stand? <sighs> ah, yeah. You see, it sucks ah, because you, you know, get the quarterback. You, know what? you get Le'Veon Bell. The defense looks pretty but good. I, you draft Quinnen Williams to be with Leonard Williams. Is it the Quinnen uh, Williams? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my my thing is traded Darren Lee. I haven't watched much football in the last couple of years because mm-hmm. I've just been sick of everything going on around the sport, and so I don't care as much. Yeah. I'm kind of disconnected, disconnected to the point where I'm like, I could not really care about being a Same. Jeff fan. Yeah, it's I not could like drop it. Yeah, the Knicks would it's, hit you harder. Definitely. Yeah, if this yeah, was yeah. the Knicks, it would hit me harder. I've stuck with the Knicks. I've been through loyal shit. through yeah. yeah a lot Everything. of shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're looking up now. But but least. the Knicks have had some lows. This is pretty high up dysfunctional low. And that sounds kind of no, 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 I, I get it. Yeah. For the but Jets, you mean? For the Jets. Yeah. And it's a good oxymoron, too. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I, you know, you know what I have to this, this is what I'm going to say. This is where I stand. When we as fans see this kind of dysfunction, it kind of goes something Erica was saying earlier. You were saying you haven't been to City Field in a bunch of years. Yeah. For some reasons, when you probably disappointed the Mets, you didn't like what ownership was doing, you were like, I'm not going to support this. Yeah. You know what I'm bothers me? I'm giving you my StubHub money. So yeah. this kind of goes something Brian says. Yeah. This is one thing that bothers me about fans. And I'm gonna. it really does. Blind loyalty? Yes. Why are you blindly loyal yeah. if... You're this, ha- you this, hate them. this team is screwing you over. Yeah, you wouldn't do it if like your spouse was beating you. Yes. I say this all the time to people. It is abuse. If you were in an abusive relationship, if you were in an abusive relationship as friends, and I and y'all were telling me, like, yo, man, it's not going good. This person doesn't care about me. They're not treating me right. They're doing all this stuff. Leave. I'd be like, leave yo, them. I'd be like, yo, leave. Yeah. But if you're your team, you'd be like, man, we haven't won in 20 years. They've mismanaged the cap. They've done this. They just fired their GM after the draft. You'd be like, you be, like, be like, yo, that team's yeah. got a whole lot of crazy. You need to run. It's true. What do we do? No, we're going to stay. We're going to be loyal. We're <laughs> going to show up that's and spend saying. more money. See, that's kind of how I look at it. And parking. Why are we doing this? Why? Here's my thing. You can still be a fan of the team. Yeah. Stop showing up. It's true. Stop Don't get showing sales. up. So Stop the, putting the, owners. You, you, pop putting money in the owners' par- in the pockets. You know what? I think the Knicks would have been better a whole lo- long time ago if a lot of people did maybe what I did. Stop going no to the garden. It's true. If y'all stop giving them money, Dolan be like, yo, the we, we got to change up. Yo, the final game, it was still the packed house. And I'm just like, wow, people are here. And the tank is real. I don't want to say that I believe in a tank. I don't. They're tanking. I mean, I obviously can't say that because I cover the team. But right. I don't think the tank is real. Personally. But here's the thing. What I'm All I'm saying is. There has to be accountability in any kind yeah. of relationships. And if you're not checking the person as the fans, if you're not checking the ownership, and I'm not coming at any ownership group, yeah. but what I'm saying is, whether it's the Knicks, it's the Nets, whoever, if the fans don't show up, owners going to be like, they don't want, they want fans in the seats. But they should be fans in the seats for a reason. You don't want to come out to just see any old crappy product. I feel like that goes with the Jets fans, though. They don't show up. In December, November, when those, the, the past few seasons where mm-hmm. I've been there and I've been seeing it, those seats are dead-ass empty. The so I pro- feel like maybe that goes with an insight. The is problem it, with weather. The problem with football <laughs> is they get so much money on this PSL licenses, right? Mm. And people have already paid for those seats. So that's even, true. Even the times, well, yes, obviously you want people in the building because that's how you make money off concessions and all that other stuff. But those seats are still paid for, so the owners don't even care. These these football stadiums sell out all the day. They're selling exactly. out. NFL is doing very well in terms yeah, of ticket sales. T- exactly, season ticket holders as well. But why are we doing this? <laughs> why, why are we, we in these abusive abuse? relationships? Yeah. And all I'm saying is hold these teams accountable yeah. like you would hold the people that you guys say right. you love accountable. Right. You wouldn't be doing it if the sex was bad for so long. Well, could we go to one thing before we get out of here? You do not, uh, Brian does not watch this show, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he doesn't a, watch anything. I put it in a rundown just for you guys. You and I. We watch Game of Thrones. We watch Game of Thrones. So how pissed off are the, the writers, are we? You see, let, let me let me tell you. Let me also say this. I don't watch the show because I think it's like bad or anything like that. I just... Never really got into that's the right. show. I don't I, bash I people. That. I'm yeah. not one of those people. I like, even tweeted out when the season came back. I was like, yo, I don't really watch Game of Thrones, but I hope everybody enjoys it because I see that everybody I, loves it. I don't understand the people who are like, oh, you don't oh, watch Game I've of Thrones. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Or, I've never seen was, an episode of a single episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Who asked you? Yeah, but, Nobody cares. Yeah, all, the people, all the people who volunteer like that. information. Yeah, I don't like that either. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like yo, like they have nothing to do with it, but they're like, yo, 
Excuse me. They're I'm like, yo, the I hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I never watched Game of Thrones because that, this, you know, it was whack or whatever, whatever. I'm like, yo, I just don't really watch. I don't never understand. It's a TV show. I'll like never understand other... hating on something that you don't watch. I don't understand the eagerness to let people know, like, yo, just looking I'm... for the retweets and the likes. That's exactly yeah. What you're doing it's it like, for. yo, I'm a contrarian. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't watch the show that everybody watches. Like, okay. So then, what do you watch? The Wall. That's good. Watch what you watch. That's yeah, cool. That's I don't. I'm like, I don't give a I, I'll be like, but I also didn't ask you for all that. I'm like, I do like Game of Zones on Bleacher Report, though. That's that's my shit. Interesting. What exactly it's really is hilarious. that? It's, it's a Game of Zones. It's a Game of Thrones spoof with NBA players. With okay, NBA players. Cool. It's the best thing Bleacher Report does because they do other things that aren't so good, and they do other things that are great. So whatever. Okay. So this season, <laughs> Brian has set this one out because he hasn't been watching it. Um, I am not as upset. Overall, okay. well, let me say this: I wasn't upset overall at the writing as some people were until, yeah, until oh the last episode. Yeah, see, oh, episode five pissed me off. I'm gonna say this: I, I, I look, the last episode I watched of Game of Thrones was the worst episode I saw in the entire series. Wow, the worst yeah. episode. In the I don't watch series. the show, but Yo, like the that's first a, episode. When but I've people... been hearing this though. Like, uh, bro- okay, yeah. so my brother watches it. My mother watches it. My brother watches it with his girl. Like so, there's the people. There's yes. people. Yes. My dad doesn't. My dad doesn't. <laughs> oh, the same dad. You want to tell us? Is that? <laughs> okay. Yes, but there's people sure. around me. There's, there's plenty of people around me that watch He's it, but they've all pretty much. <laughs> this is true. They've all pretty much said. <laughs> and, and, and trying to figure out this out. <laughs> <laughs> but they've all pretty much said like, the writing's been bad. Yeah. For for especially for this last episode, like a lot of people I know are pissed. Well, yeah. Erica, you tell me what you. Because I, I, I was not. Ha- I was. Disgusted after watching the episode. D- uh, disgusted. Yeah. I was more disgusted about that episode than the Knicks not getting the first pick of the draft. Yeah. That's a good comparison. Because one was a yes. lot worse. Definitely. At least you still want something with the Knicks getting the third pick. I agree. Pick. Now, I'm, honestly, what episode five let me believe is what the hell are they going to do on episode six, which is the final episode this Sunday. I want to know who who are they going to kill off that made no sense. Like Miss Sandy getting killed off, that made no sense. Cersei? The, one of the greatest villains. Like, right now, Joffrey's death is still above hers. <laughs> all right, so for, for, for the... I, I should have said this before, and I'll stop this oh, before we continue. For you people who have not watched Game of oh, Thrones, and are like Brian, and have pretty much tuned out to this conversation, if you do not care <laughs> to be... Attention. If you do not care to be spoiled, you can turn this podcast off for the next about seven minutes, and then come back and hear the end. Uh, you do that. <laughs> you do that. In the meantime... Um, I agree with you on one thing. Masande's death didn't bother me as much because yeah. it was a vengeance thing yeah. based by Cersei. That's a good one. The Cersei death. Oh. How corny was that? She went into hiding. And, and, just, she, oh. and then she goes down with Jamie and in the crypt and they die in each other's arms. It was very Romeo a, and Juliet it was, to me. Yeah, it was corny. Like it yeah. It was corny. You have this ruthless character. Who's, who's the been, bad queen the bad, yeah. Right. And you do not have her have any kind of face off with the people who were trying to kill her. Yeah. Aria was wasted in that episode running through the city. Aria was like 20 time. steps away from her. You're telling me, like, I mean, I think I would have been upset if Aria would have went down that way. But it's like, you know, what, whatever, go down with honor, kind of like um, the Hound did. Mm-hmm. That was probably the most exciting scene in the entire episode. That was what, I didn't have a problem but, with that combat. That was a great one because right. it's like brother and then you see him looking like Uncle Fester. It was crazy. <laughs> but anyways. Yes. There was one character who was, it's like, I think it's dark magic at this point. Which yes. Kept them alive. Sounds like a porno. No. Dark magic? All right, go ahead. Go ahead. You have problems. You have problems. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Your late night viewing is quite interesting. No, but he doesn't watch TV, but this is what he watches. Uh, (laughs) I I play video games at night, or I'm just working on it. So you're not with the Game of Thrones. Put you with the game of bones. Wow, that's what you do. That's wow. a high five. That was good. That was good. That was good. No, first of all, but that was good. We don't believe you. You need oh. more people. <laughs> no, we're just giving you a hard time. Um, as I, yeah. Yeah. As, as, as that would do. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, I look. The last episode was so bad. So you're not as excited for the final episode. No, it took it all away. Like. And even at the same time, I try to be one of those people where, especially with the Battle of Winterfell, I was I really, love that episode, though. It was such a good episode, yes. but I feel like we didn't get enough Night King and Jon Snow, you know. It didn't feel balanced. That's fair. Exactly. But I don't really know, like, what are they going to do? Like, is Tyrion going to die? Who's going to sit on the throne? How long is this episode, too? Is it an hour and a half? It's a 90-minute episode. Here's okay. the thing. I like that we don't know who's going to sit on the throne for this episode. Yeah. I, 
that last episode took a lot of steam out of me. I'm not as excited for this episode. I'm not. Am I going to be there on Sunday watching? Yes. I'll still be there watching on Sunday because it's the finale. I'm I was going to say, this, 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 is is the the last last episode. Yeah. this is the last episode. Like, I don't think I'll be watching any of the spinoffs. Apparently, HBO has like put in. Yeah, they're doing a prequel. I'm That's not, confirmed for possibly to come next summer. I'm not bothering with any of that. Would you ever watch it, you think? I don't have the time. I have to finish watching The Wire, yo. That's my favorite show. That <laughs> Now, you want to watch a show from start to end? That is fantastic. Where are you in that show? Still I saw two. when you start. What? And then Game of Thrones started. And then when I was like, oh, crap, let me rewatch it. And then I, off, I forgot about I saw I on Twitter on where you started. Button. I think I commented to you. And I was like, very Finally. So, I was so happy you were watching. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite show of all time. Really? Yes. I, I've I seen think it's like fantastic. top three like, shows of all time. Now, Game of Thrones could have been that, but. La- now it's like Game top- of Thrones to me was like a B plus show, and this that last episode was so awful it took it down it to like terrible. a B minus. Yeah, seriously, wow, that's how bad that episode is because I think it affects a lot in the series. I don't want to ruin too much stuff for people, but that we haven't ruined already. But I just think it has a huge effect in the series. One of my coworkers he read the books and he's like, I refuse to watch the show, and I'm like, I understand the books. I understand that because the books are also that. behind, exactly. and so I understand and then that the final book isn't even finished, finished yet. yet. So right now HBO, like obviously their creative section is the one who's finishing it all for us. Yeah, we don't really know how it's going to finish. Uh Brian's like, I don't. But you know how Brian is in this discussion? It's kind of like how like when he talks about wrestling. That's how I am. I yeah, that's I am. Me too. Uh, you know, oh, so you're not. You don't. You're not here for the wrestling. Okay. I mean, I he told me somebody. That. He told me somebody died. I'm like, who oh, Ashley Masaro. That was unfortunate. I don't know who that is, but sorry, RIP. Yeah, don't know. She. Uh, I'm not getting into it. Yeah. Oh, shockingly, <laughs> I'm that's sorry. A, no, no, that's no. a shock. No, right. no, I'm just like, I'm not like, I'm not gonna. We're already at a point well, where it's uh, like, we will say rest in peace to Game of Thrones after yes. the final episode. I hope it's better. How do you, who do you think is gonna end up on the throne? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm winning the poll at work. I'm the pool at work, by the way. I think you know what I think. All right, first place. I I I think (laughs) I'm very impressed. I'm gonna try to say this without like. I think that the ending might be a little wire esque in the ending of what of of the Game of Thrones. In you can tell me how it ends. One of the oh, this is without telling you Zach Hounds. One of the themes in the ending wise of the wire is that everything continues. Right, okay. like we think that we're gonna get all this peace and stuff when somebody somebody new sits on the Iron Throne. When I think you're kind of gonna see, I think Daenerys yeah, is gonna sit on the new, throne, and it's kind of, of a new, yeah, can of worms, a new kind of rule where she has to rule with fear more than she wanted to with love, because to some degree Daenerys has gotten screwed over and betrayed by certain yeah. people, and I think now she's like, look, I need to rule with fear. And that makes logical sense to me, and that kind of continues the cycle that you already had before. Exactly. So I think Daenerys is going to sit on the throne, but I think she might have to make a tough decision. I think she might have to kill some people like Tyrion and Jon. Damn. Yeah, man. I think she might have to do that. You think she's going to end up killing them? Yeah, she might have to. I feel like Arya is going to kill her because she said, I'm going to... I could see that. But it's like there's a thousand theories, you know? Like, she's going to kill the queen. What is she going to do? So, I I, I mean, know. maybe I'm saying the theory that I'd like to see, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Are you like are you uh Snapchatting me or putting me on a story for? I don't Snapchat. Okay, first of all, I never God. had Snapchat in my life. Thank God, I don't do Snapchat either. Snapchat's gone so trash, and now I was just sending to one of my group chats about? that I was just sending to one of my group chats because they asked me where I was at. Oh. So I'm like, yo, nobody will talk to you. Um, <laughs> what does being mean to they uh, asked me? Yes. Uh, See, so what, that's your prediction. We really like. You. So who's gonna sit? I'm the young one. I, I who's know. gonna sit on the throne? I, that's why I'm gonna I be the punchback. I think that it's honestly a toss up between John or Tyrion. Is it gonna be this Arya chick that it's I keep hearing about? I don't think Arya's gonna sit on the thing. But she deserves to. She should. If you yeah. kill the Night King, you sit on the throne. Everyone was like wilding out about her on my timeline, so she seems. I really want dope. the shirt. I don't know. What did they? What did Jordan? What did Jordan say? Was dope. Is this something that I should watch? Like like down the line, like. I don't know what you like to watch. Oh, I do know what you like to watch. What shows do you watch besides wrestling? Uh, (laughs) Insecure. (laughs) What's Insecure? Oh, Insecure is great. Damn. Is that the other one on? um... It's on HBO, Half Hour Show, Issa Rae. I watch 30 for 30s. I watch Insecure. What else do I watch? I watch a lot of podcasts now, man. Joe Rogan, Joe Budden. Yeah, he doesn't watch a lot of television shows. Oh, okay. not that much. No, you should really. give it a chance. He just watches wrestling. But I don't know. I don't know if I'd be into it though. I said watch a couple. I'm gonna episodes. say no. I, 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 I try. Yeah, to give, I mean, I try to give Sons of Anarchy a chance, and I couldn't get into. I it. I never got into. Like it. I, The Wire is something that I do want to watch. The Wire is great because that that from what I've heard, that seems like something that I would. Actually I could like. see you liking that. I think you would like it too. Oh no, absolutely! I'm gonna just rewatch and just gonna start over. All at right. This point because we got it. We got to remember the episode one. 
Yeah, you got to start over. We'll yes. talk more. We got to get out of here. Uh, numbers. Numbers. Real quick. real quick. I told you 80 was going to be the best ever, and I love this list. So I'm just looking uh, at it. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I mean, I, I don't know what you're talking about. That was weird. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't know what I'm talking about, right? No. So basically what we do on our artwork is we put an athlete out uh, for the number, and we weren't doing this by the time you came on because I was 14. We started doing it in like the 30s. So basically for number 80, we have a whole bunch of athletes, all of whom are wide receivers except there's a, a tight end there. And whoever we like is going to be on the artwork. There's maybe multiple people because 80 is, again, the most stacked ever that we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's, there, to me, to me, I, there's actually a clear-cut person to me, but it's really good. I think this is clear-cut. Uh, not for me, but I, I think I know who you're going with. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we have – I'm just going to read these quick. Chris Carter, Isaac Bruce, Steve Largent, Rod Smith, James Lofton, Andre Johnson, Donald uh, Donald Driver, excuse me, Irving Fryer, Kellen Winslow Sr., Eric Moulds, Wayne Corbett, Chris Collinsworth, Victor Cruz, Plaxico Burris, Andre Risen, and the person who I think you're going with, Jerry Rice. Yeah, it's funny. I've met a decent amount of people on this list, which yeah. is crazy. Too, like there's honestly. a decent amount of people on this list I've met, probably like half. Eric yeah. Moulds and Wayne Corbett were two of my favorite players when I was young. Honestly? Yeah. I've either met or been, you know, in some in kind of space. scrum interview yeah. with space. It's a good, it's, which is crazy. Um, like I go, I'm going with Jerry Rice, man. This is the best You think standalone Jerry Rice? I do. The reason why I ask that is because this list is so good. I'm fine if you want to put Chris Carter on there, too. Not over Jerry Rice, though. No. <laughs> Jerry, but Jerry Rice is the 80, man. Right, right. This and, is but, true. But he yep. was, and, and the thing with Jerry Rice is that he, he was doing. The on like, he was yeah. doing. The, you know what? He's like, no. He's <laughs> not, not in the same class. I'm not yeah. satisfying with yeah. him. But he was. <laughs> but Jerry Rice was doing all that stuff, like, back then. Yeah. Like, open and. You know, uh, the rules weren't as geared toward the offense. Like, I always keep that in mind when it comes okay. to certain yeah. things. So, it's like, he's, nah, the, he's he's the best football player I've ever seen. He's the best, best wide receiver, so, yeah, for definitely. sure, for me. Granted, I caught him late, but I've went back and looked at a lot of old stuff, and I looked at no, how he gets good. open on routes. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, like, man, he's appreciating great. The Which is also kids. why I don't think Joe Montana is the best quarterback of all time. I think Jerry Rice had more to do with that. But anyway, that's another story. That's for another, another story for another day. Yeah, definitely. All right, Erica, we want to thank you Jerry for coming Rice. on and joining thank with us guys. again. Uh, the, uh, congratulations with all your stuff you're doing at the zone. Thank you. Um, and keep doing the good, keep doing the good work. I'll we'll be see trying. how we'll see how Game of Thrones ends. I know. We'll see. Do you think you'll cry? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not crying over Game. I'm not crying over Game of Thrones. You're like, you know, no. he's gonna cry tears of joy when the Knicks draft R.J. Barrett number three overall. That will not happen either. <laughs> but that's it. We'll see. If you cry over Game of Thrones, you can let me know. I will I'll be like, yo, I did ass dropped a, a gangster tear. <laughs> a ga- see, I like that a gangster tear. Sounds good to me. All right, yep. no, gangster tears out there, people. Uh, <laughs> and remember, uh, stop hating on the Knicks, y'all. Just. Just don't hate. There's no need to. Especially hate. now. Now there's no. There's no. There's no need. Now it's not no the time. To. Like a couple years ago, all right, things were a little wonky. No, but now just, it's like, no yo, they have the most. Mind cash your business. Live and, your life. Yeah, and that's it. All right. So for Brian Fonseca and Erica Fernandez yep. of the Zone, I'm Dexter Henry. That's it for episode 80 of the A Hotel Podcast. Till next time, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. Keep supporting us. Till next time, y'all. Peace. Mm-hmm.